Hey guys, what's up? It's Marie with Swipe in the City. Welcome back to another shit show. Um, here, as always, with Michelle. And we do have Mike, the producer, in the house with us tonight for a limited time only. Hey. <laughs> Hi. Hey, what's up? Mike, uh, today's a very, very special day. So we wanted to wish you a happy Veterans Day. <laughs> Did you, uh, what'd you do to celebrate? Do you celebrate Veterans Day? I drank a lot of beers and I played some golf, and <laughs> now I'm drinking more beers. Is what's happening? Did, did you also acquire an accent? Because <laughs> I don't know that you had that on the last episode. I just want to make sure that I think he, like confused. He rebranded. You immediately adopt a Southern accent when you join the Marine Corps, so it's like my alter ego now. I I didn't realize that. Yeah. That's that's good to know. Yeah. We'll know. <laughs> Well, um, Michelle, I think you inspired tonight's beer choice, so I say we jump into the beer plug. Hell yeah. <laughs> also, I need to say hell yeah less. Like, I'm like, <laughs> he's got a little twang. I'm like, hell yeah, brother. <laughs> um, so tonight we're drinking, I think it's a repeat. I think we've plugged it before, but I was, I was really having a funny day and was fiending for some Lazarus beer and... Marie happens to be working from there today, so she picked up 40 Days and 40 Nights, which is like one of their flagship IPAs, um, definitely one of my favorite beers in Austin, would highly recommend. I was going to say, I mean, it's a classic. It's an easy IPA if you don't drink IPAs, too. It's my go-to if I ever go to Lazarus. It's literally the first beer I order. So. And there you have it. You heard it here first, guys. <laughs> Um, so we've been, in terms of today's topic, we have been kind of, uh, spitballing this for a couple of weeks now, Michelle and I, um, a few different, like, you know, obviously like circumstances have arisen to inspire said topic, but, um, we're, so we're talking about breakups today and we use the term breakups loosely because in 2020, when you're dating, it's, uh, Usually not that simple. <laughs> well, I also, like, I was telling one of my friends, I'm like, oh, hold on, I just gotta, I gotta draft this breakup text real quick. And they're like, <laughs> breakup? And I was like, well, I just mean, like, I mean, I, so when I use the term breakup these days and, like, within dating, it's pretty much any time I'm just communicating with someone that I no longer want to, like, hang out with them or see them. So it may, like, sometimes I'm sending that text after hanging out once or twice, um, but yeah, it's just, it's, to me, it's just this idea of like communicating the end. It's like, see you never. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, but no thanks. Had fun. Thanks for the drinks, but, uh, we'll see. <laughs> I don't want to bring home to mom. <laughs> yeah, we all, we all know that Daniela Hannah 68 has some very high standards. So, uh, she, she would not have approved of some of these some of these fellas and she does love her alligator boots though <laughs> but, <laughs> um but I mean I think especially right now one of the biggest things it's like do you send that like quote-unquote breakup text and you actually finalize like hey I'm not interested in you or do you just ghost them I think that's probably the biggest question that like most I, I would hope most people who are dating are like thinking about uh-oh I think you can't <laughs> Mike leans in. Uh oh. Uh, no, I, I think you're kind of a piece of shit if you ghost somebody. Honestly, like, just be vocal. Like, tell somebody what they did wrong, and so they can get better as a person. If you don't do that, then you're kind of a piece of shit. 
But what about, um, so we've had a couple of situations recently um, where (laughs) you were actually actively a part of one. Um, I told this a couple of episodes back, um, a guy that was friend-zoned, the Kirk story. And, um, you know, I blocked him everywhere. And you had reached out wanting to share the good word. (laughs) And, uh, and, And then he, like, didn't stop. So would that be, like, I mean, we did what we could. I mean, honestly, like, I don't know what you said, but <laughs> no, but like I, I told him some effective things, I think. And like when I initially reached out to him, I told him certain things. I said, hey, like I read this book. He was like, I read that book. It didn't help. <laughs> then, God, um, he did not. <laughs> and then he reached out to me like a few weeks later and he was like, hey, I reread the book. I, I know what you're saying. Like, I completely understand. I just don't know why X, Y, and Z. And I was like, well, maybe you should just focus on your fucking self. And then maybe (laughs) somebody will want you around. And that's ultimately what it comes down to is like, if you can't be your own individual self, then uh, fuck off. I don't know. Uh, My piece is ready. I got to (laughs) go. And on that, that beautiful life advice. Bye, Mike. Thank you for joining us today. Bye, girls. Bye, Blue. I feel like that was like a Charlie's Angels moment. It's like, bye, girls. <laughs> um, so y'all know, y'all know I'm going to say it. The, the timing of it and what you owe someone, I think, is, is absolutely a spectrum. So <laughs> Mike God. is like running out of the door. He's like, I can't get out of this place fast enough. Could we be any more stereotypical to ourselves? <laughs> like, <laughs> we're on brand. We are. We're always on brand. Um, but yeah, no, I think it's, I think it's a spectrum and I feel like, uh, again, we're using the term breakup really loosely, but Mm -hmm. more so around, you know, communication and later in the episode, I think we can talk about more serious breakups and kind of once you're more involved with someone, but I do think it's really interesting to think about, okay, so if, um, you've gone out with someone once, Mm -hmm. right? If they don't text you, you don't text them. I really don't, I don't think that situation requires a breakup. Um, even if it's like a horrible date or just a mediocre date or whatever. Um, I think, you know, kind of like Mike was saying, we'll give them that feedback. It's like, well, you don't really owe that person anything at that point. Right. Well, and I think too, when it comes like there's, there's feedback and there's constructive feedback, but I think you also kind of have to consider like, is the person really in a space where you think they're going to implement said feedback? So the reason I brought up the whole, um, the guy from Bumble, which who had already been friend zoned. Um, the reason was because I was actually actively trying to give him feedback and like, how do you break up with somebody that's not even like somebody you're interested in? Very strange. But, um, he, he just wasn't listening to the feedback. So it was like him and I had a back and forth te- text conversation for a while and it was just, it had to stop. And I didn't see it coming in his situation, but like there have been other guys that I've spoken to or other guys that friends have spoken to where you can tell based on uh, certain red flags, if you will, that they're not going to actually, you can say, Hey, Michelle, had a great time, but you know, for X, Y, and Z reason, you're not the person for me. And there's certain kinds of people you'll see that, that will go back and be like, no, I'm not like, 
I'm not what you said. Like, I'm not anything that you just said. And you're like, well, that's actually what I've, what I've deduced based on this conversation. And so they're just not going to listen to the feedback. Yeah. Well, you had, um, there was a, a situation somewhat recently where the guy, a guy had like gotten our numbers and you were just like, Hey, like this doesn't, this doesn't seem like a good match. And, and he was, he was French guy. Yeah. And he was just like, just first of all, an asshole and like, wasn't like reading, actually reading what you were texting him. Yeah. But then he, he got like, like defensive, but aggressive about it. Mm -hmm. And I think that is something where, especially like if you've been on a few dates with someone, like I was kind of hesitant. Um, there's someone I'd been out with a couple of times. They were already, they were already showing some pretty big red flags along with like controlling and manip- like manipulative behaviors. <laughs> Waves red flag. Was, yeah, the red flag was like burning. And I was like, <laughs> I don't know, like he's kind of chill to hang out with. And I'm like, no, 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 no. So, but in that situation, I was a little, I was actually a little nervous to send that text because I had no idea what kind of response I was going to get back. I didn't know if he was going to, be on the same page I didn't know if I was going to get like a, an aggressive response back or anything um and it worked out fine like I had I had sent it and he was he said I don't have a good life or something something something, <laughs> something fuck off <laughs> something like more mature but um yeah I think there's there's also that concern and that's part of part of why people ghost is to avoid confrontation 100 percent well and it's for for a girl that's been in a situation or a guy um for somebody who's been in a situation where they can see the red flags of like controlling and manipulative behavior um and I understand not everybody um has been not so blessed to see that but when you see that and you like see that like foreshadowing of like repeating said behavior again it is really nerve-wracking to send that message and be like oh fuck like is this guy like do they do they know where they, where I live like are they gonna hunt me down like do they know where I hang out what's gonna happen or should I just poof like, disappear it's hard yeah and I think it's also um it also depends on the time investment like I I think if you've been out with someone once or you've just talked and you've never met you know or even if you've just done like a, a zoom hi blue <laughs> hi blue um, if you've just done like a, a digital date or something like mm-hmm. that, I, I feel like you owe them a little bit less. I think yeah. if you've if you've hung out with someone multiple times, in that case, you do owe them something. But it's also like, okay, so where is that line between when you owe someone like just that text message or an actual you know phone call right. or like meeting in person to have that conversation? Right. Like, what do you, I mean, where, I guess it depends on every situation, but what do you think some of the, like, differentiating factors are there where you would say, okay, I actually owe this person, like, an (laughs) in-person. Blue is actively participating, for those of you not watching us on video. (laughs) He's also, he's also, like, closing his eyes like a little baby right now. I don't know what's happening. He's very serious, though. Um, but so for my, my recent breakups, we'll call them. Quote, unquote. Quote, unquote. I've been cleaning house. <laughs> <laughs> it's cuffing season. Got to review the roster. Yeah, cleaning house over <laughs> here. Um, each of those situations was like more of like a text, felt more like a text. But where do you think the line is where someone deserves to have like a phone call or an in-person conversation? 
Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I think I would say texting is fine. Number one, if you if you do feel like it's it's going to be a situation where you could potentially be hurt or stalked or whatever, definitely text um, and then block. <laughs> but for everything else, <clears throat> there is so much gray area. Like I think for me, if I'm going to warrant like an actual in-person breakup, though, I to me, that's like we had a conversation we had the down to like the DTR, the relationship conversation. We decided that we are in, we are boyfriend, girlfriend, like this is a real thing. If we've had that conversation, then in my mind, I would say 90% of the time it should be an actual, either a phone call, like a phone call if like it's a long distance bullshit thing, in person if if possible. Um, I would say for pretty much anything else and especially like you know you've been dating somebody for a couple of months it's nothing serious and then you just decide you're not into it for whatever reason I would say that's fine to text you don't really I mean because then you drag it out then it's like oh let's have this this dinner and you can usually tell when somebody like wants to meet with you like that you can kind of feel it and you're like yeah I know this is gonna be like, I'm nervous. This is going to be a weird conversation. Whatever is brought up, it's not good. I can feel, like, the, the the gray cloud over me. You know what I mean? And so then I feel like that just makes it worse than it really is. Yeah. I mean, uh, I had a, had a fun one this last week. I it's, You've broken up with so many guys this week, dude. <laughs> it's, been over, it's been over a few weeks. It's been a busy week. <laughs> Cleaning house. Um but there's someone I was uh, talking to, and if y'all saw our weekend wind down episode, I we recorded that like a few days ago, and I was like, you know, I feel like I'm getting slow ghosted right now. I'm kind of feeling it, and I had someone reach out and ask like what I meant by that, what that means, <laughs> in the way that I was using it. Um, it's essentially someone is they're still communicating with you but it's short. They might not be reaching out first. They might stop texting. They're keeping it brief. If you bring up hanging out, they're potentially kind of like avoiding it. Maybe. And yeah, maybe. Or like, oh, well, I'll see or whatever. Um, So someone I'd hung out with a few times, we, yeah, we'd been chatting like, re- like regularly enough and then I didn't hear from him for a couple of days. And I was like, well, that's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then I had kind of tried, I had tried to reach out about a couple, like about a comedy thing I was going to go to and something else and got kind of just pretty, um, not weird responses, but just really like brushed off, like brushed off. Yeah. So I had a feeling it was a slow ghost, but I was like, okay, I'm, you know, just going to try to try to get another beer with this person, see what the situation is and like have a conversation around it. Um, and I don't think that's necessary in all cases, but for me personally, like I would, I prefer a finite end to something than, than kind of the game of like, oh, well they just might genuinely be busy this week or this or that. Like I would rather just like cut the cord or the guy who's like, kind of like, he wants to keep you at the bottom of his roster, but like, isn't really actively pursuing it. It's just all one-sided. Right. That doesn't feel good. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So um, we we were like able to to grab a beer and kind of I just brought it up and 
and talked to him about it and he was essentially just confirmed that I was totally right. Um, Oof. And his <clears throat> reasoning for it didn't didn't really feel like didn't feel totally fair to me. And so why? What did he say? <laughs> he was he was implying that I was basically only going out and going on dates with him because I was like using him for drinks, um, which if any of y'all coughs loudly. <laughs> if any of y'all, if any of y'all know me, that is just like that's just not my mo. That is not my personality. Um, that's just not. You whatever. can pay for your own drinks. I can't. I know I mean, this. Everyone wants to be treated as your wife. As my yeah. <laughs> as my wife, um, everyone wants to be treated out. And if someone offers, like, I'm not gonna be like, no, no, no. I will. Oh, you know, I don't yeah. know. It's it's kind of a weird thing. I feel like I'm a, I am a little more conventional in the fact that I'm like yeah like if you're gonna offer you're gonna put your card out first or whatever it is like I'm not gonna argue with you about it but then it gets really weird in this particular case I thought back like so we had uh like a couple of a couple of beers and then just kind of like left it at whatever and then the next day I was thinking about it and I was like wait a minute I paid for like 90% of my own (laughs) shit when I was out with him so he, he didn't even it wasn't even like it wasn't even like, oh, I could see this. I was like, this yeah. is a, this is a him issue. This is like his insecurity, not mine. And so, I then yeah. sent they like then sent the breakup text, and I was like, hey, I just like it. It doesn't feel like we're on the same page. I just I just had a a potentially wrong, but um, on the other hand, also very potentially right thought. And um, I wonder. Because we all hear about, you know, guys have this thing in their head, like, oh, like, I bought you dinner, I bought you drinks, therefore, at the end of the date, I should get cough, cough, you know, whatever it is that he wants to do in bed with you later. We're going to keep that one PG. And so I wonder if it, it has something to do with the fact that after a couple of times out with you, he didn't get that. Yeah, I mean, it, it could be, I think... I think he really was was jaded and to be fair like he might have been played like that like that could jade him too like there's definitely um I I hear about it a lot and and girls sitting around like oh do I wait until the third or the fifth date or is it slutty to sleep with him on the second date if I like him (laughs) all all the things just honey just do what you want (laughs) (laughs) you do you boo boo (laughs) you do you boo um yeah, I mean, that that definitely could have played a factor. Based on the way he was, like, expressing it and talking about it, though, it, it really just feels like he, because he's, like, dating so expensive, blah, blah, blah. Oh, that's annoying. So, um, which is which is an interesting thought, right? But I've, like, I've talked to some other guys, because I, again, I was like, D- do I come off this way? Because yeah. if I'm coming off this way, that is not what I want, and that's not who I am, and so... Mm-hmm. And they were just like, no, you're kind of like the opposite. So, <laughs> so I felt a little bit better. I was going to say, I mean, not that my opinion matters, but. <laughs> the ironic thing about it is that like when we had met up on uh, whatever day it was, um, like I got his first beer. Like I bought him a beer and I was like, so, man. Yeah, it's definitely a personal problem but one way or the other. That was still a situation where I was like, okay, we've hung out a few times like this a, I was like, I don't want to just, I think I even said that in the message. Like I would much rather just like have this, like 
hey, we're not on the same page. <laughs> we can move on. Um, I'd, I'd much rather just say it than slow ghost on both sides. Like, that's... Yeah. I don't know. I'm just, like, just cut it. I don't... I don't know. I don't... I don't like the slow ghosting thing for me. Like, you mentioned the beginning of this, um, you know, when, when two people kind of naturally ghost each other after, like, maybe a first or second date or something and just both parties lose communication. There isn't one side... I feel like when we're speaking to these like quote breakup texts, like we're talking about when at least one side is sitting here like, okay, where's my text back? Absolutely. Yeah. It's when at least, when at least like one of the people is still actively trying to communicate. Yeah. Because I think, you know, it's like sometimes you both just don't have it. You both, you sit there and you're like trying to force a conversation and both people can feel it and that happens. But I think most of the time we're in this kind of, weird situation where whether it's you or whether it's them somebody is trying to communicate and somebody is trying to not (laughs) someone's trying to slowly like I don't know I mean yeah I I get it at the same time because in a lot of cases the slow ghost will like cause cause the other person to stop responding to or stop reaching out and depending depending on the situation like sometimes I I will do that but this this particular one just kind of annoyed me <laughs> in a way of like, I was like, okay, I want a finite end to this. Um, but yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know. 2020 is weird, man. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And, and dating at any point is fucking weird, but yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's tough, but moral of the story, I think at the end of the day, especially I can speak, speak, like speaking to women, I feel like one of the things that we're like sitting around the brunch table, like having these conversations, we're constantly like looking for this closure. So like for me personally, I would rather send a message like you did be like, Hey, look, I just don't think this, I I don't think this is going to work or, or vice versa. Like I'll say something to provoke them to say that. Like, Hey, bro, like, you've been fucking weird lately. Like, what's the deal? And I have done that to people, and it's not worked in my favor. And in other circumstances, like, I've actually, like, gotten, like, genuine messages back saying, like, no, look, like, I'm, you know, my dad just died or something. No, I I didn't actually get that back as a message. But something extreme, like, something just happened, and I am, like, but I'm interested in you and, like, whatever. Because that'll happen, too. And then at least you know assuming they're being genuine, you know that the that like you're still kind of on the same page. So yeah. one way or another it's like a win-win. Yeah, absolutely. And um I feel again, I feel like a lot of people just ghost because it's I mean, it's easier, right? Obviously. It's totally easier. But well, eh. I think people also overthink it and they feel like they mm-hmm. have to honestly depending on the situation like sure you can give someone feedback but you also don't you don't really owe that to them either I mean if it's a really particular thing and you're like hey your actions here made me feel this way because of this like we're not a match sure but most of like most of the the messages I've sent lately were very short and sweet and just honest and just like hey uh I respect you so I just want to let you know I don't feel like we're on the same page or I don't feel like we're moving in the same direction. It, it can be so simple. Mm-hmm. And then you send it. And honestly, most, I would say 95% of the time that I've done that, 
I've gotten a positive response back. Yeah. Like, thank you for... Or at least neutral. Or neutral. Yeah, maybe not... They're not like... They don't send me like cheers. cheers <laughs> Way to go, Michelle. <laughs> cheers emojis. It's a bunch of gifts. Um, oh my no, God, I would but die. Like, like, thank you for... Thank you for telling me. Thank you for being honest. Like, we're on the same... Whatever it is. Um, And I mean, that can be... As, I guess a friend zone text isn't really a breakup text though. I feel like that's, that's different, but yeah, but you're still leveling out like where you're at and, and making that clear. And I think one of the biggest issues that I've realized dating, like pretty much ever since I got out of college was just, is really coming down to the fact of like, not everybody really wanting to be direct and upfront and honest and, that even the people like we sit here and like, oh, I'm so direct. It's like we pretend it's easy. It's it's not easy all the time. But like I feel like everybody wants that. But at the same time, they don't want to give it. Yeah. And I, you know, I I feel like there probably are people who would actually rather get ghosted. Oh, um, yeah. But it's just again, it's just like not necessarily our style. And I and as the the breaker upper you don't necessarily know someone's um what their preference is there or their like communication style necessarily so i feel like it's always just a, even like a courtesy yeah to send to send the message and i feel like at the end of the day like if that makes you feel like it's over too i think that's invaluable like for me sending that is like okay cool like now i've i've let him know where i stand and I don't need to worry about it anymore. And like, if he reaches back out, that's on him mm-hmm. for just being a dumbass. Right. Right. <laughs> you know? So I feel like that's, that's kind of, that's my whole reason for doing it. But I mean, I've definitely probably ghosted my fair share of people for just lack of caring. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it happens. We, all do it I mean we almost had an episode (laughs) we've had a couple Uh, attempts at episodes about ghosting um what about uh like let's go unmatching so if you're (laughs) if you're in the apps uh you're chatting I feel I feel like I have a lot of stories this like for this episode that are all like (laughs) relatively recent but um what do you what do you what causes you to unmatch so like the pre breakup breakup, um, I don't, I don't really unmatch a whole lot. Like, I'll unmatch. Uh, like I recently unmatched somebody because, because again, like it didn't. We we never met. We didn't really talk that much. He didn't even have my phone number, and in my mind, for that reason, it didn't warrant an actual conversation. It didn't warrant a message. So, um, but we were chatting on Hinge like back in August Mm. and and like chatting pretty consistently I was out of town and quarantining for most of August if anybody doesn't didn't know um so I was pretty much out of the dating pool but I was still on the apps and it was one of those things he just didn't make it post-quarantine right like he didn't keep my interest long enough for me to meet up with him after I got out of my quarantine slash vacation And so I just stopped responding. He had sent some message that to me meant nothing. And then he kept sending messages after. Like he'd wait a week and send another message. Wait a week and send another message. Then I think it was like, 
it was coming to the point where like he was still messaging me months later and I was not responding and it's just like the classic like the memes of just like all one-sided like blue messages all the way down and there's no responses back and you're like really bro like really (laughs) I know like so part of me at this point I'm like I just I feel kind of bad because you're clearly not getting the hint like you've asked me multiple questions that I should be responding to and I'm not because I'm bored and so I was just like you know what fuck it like we're just gonna unmatch you like this is I feel bad for you and then I think he followed me on Instagram and has been doing the same thing (laughs) on on unsure if it's the same person but I am very I, I, I'm very convinced that it could very well be the same guy Un, unrelated but can we talk about the, <laughs> the Instagram message we got on swipe in the city which one hey I saw you on tinder <laughs> what can we make a PSA here here and now I think we need an official PSA. Guys, if you find us on any dating app, whether it's me or Michelle, and you slide into the DMs, because we both have Swipe in the City plugged on our profiles, don't slide into the Swipe in the City DMs. If you are trying to ask one of us out on a date, (laughs) sliding into the Swipe in the City DMs is only going to provoke us. To tell you that you're an idiot and should listen to our podcast. (laughs) Like, this is literally the easiest way for a guy to know exactly, like, if a guy really wanted to go out with one of us, like, he saw your your Tinder profile and was like, oh my God, that Michelle, I fucking have to meet this girl. She's from (laughs) Portland. She's got a pit bull. She's amazing. I have to meet her. Like, we have a podcast about what we do and don't like about dating. We are giving you all the tools you need. Yeah. That's it. I'm off my soapbox. We're making it very easy. But the worst part about this particular message was, so what brings you to Tinder? This was an, this was an Instagram DM. And it said, so what brings you to Tinder? It's like, I think we actually responded like this isn't Tinder. This is Instagram. By that, you mean you. You responded. Was that me? Yeah. Oh, I responded. I, was <laughs> I never, feeling, I, I very seldom respond to those DMs. <laughs> I was feeling sassy. But I was yeah. like, this isn't, this isn't Tinder. This is actually Instagram. Ha ha. <laughs> but you should listen to our podcast. <laughs> so you're going to get shameless plugs if that's what you do. And also not to mention the fact that both of our Instagrams, our personals are tagged on our bio. So part of me is just like, are you stupid, bro? <laughs> Like, are you stupid? Like, I get enough, like, on my personal account, like, hey, I saw you on Tinder. And I think all guys just use Tinder as a catch-all for every dating app because they don't want to actually admit to how many they're on. So my favorite response on my personal, because it's listed on my Instagram bio, not to go down a rabbit hole, but I literally put on my bio on Insta, banned from Tinder, because I was getting guys trying to slide in saying they were on Tinder. I'm like, you can't find me on Tinder. I'm banned. <laughs> so where are you at, bruh? <laughs> Motherfucker, you played yourself. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like... Anyways. Like going back to unmatching, I, I, most of mine recently have just been conversations that are like t- pulling teeth. 
Um, <laughs> one in particular. And so one of my pet peeves is if I'm making the effort to like respond to a hinge prompt or a photo and I'm start, I'm starting the conversation and then back, they just say, Hey, I'm like, no, like we talked about this on a previous episode and like, like I just, I made this yeah. so easy for you. Well, last like, I literally made the first move. Yeah. I, all you have to do is answer the question. Um, <laughs> well, last week I had a similar situation where I was already like, we were already having a conversation and I had asked someone, he said he had like, um, picked up, like started a new job or picked up an extra job or something. And I was like, Oh, well, you know, what do you, what do you do? What's your side hustle? He doesn't respond to that. And he just says, Hey, as a response, but you were already having a conversation. (laughs) Yeah. So, okay. We're not, that actually makes my teeth hurt. (laughs) Like, we're, we're, I feel like we're going to sound like a bitch, but like the theme of last week was just, are you stupid? Like, no, no, not last week, two weeks ago. Oh, I don't know. Right. Cause last week was cheap dates. Cheap dates. Right. No, that was this week. I don't, Fuck. I don't I'm mean, sorry. I don't mean the episode. Oh, I mean the theme of our life. Oh, <laughs> like, no, like, well, like we just had a lot of interactions where it was just like, are you stupid? We did. And I mean, not to sound like more of a bitch than you just made us sound like, but I feel like that's just always the theme of our lives. Mm-hmm. Some weeks are better than others. Yeah, true. There, there are a few. <laughs> Every a once few. in a while. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I feel like unmatching and again, like, of course, when it comes to if someone's being, I've, I've had to unmatch because guys are being, like, inappropriate or just... Want to have weak, a threesome? Creepy or weird. Um, like, I had a friend that had to unmatch because the person's like, hey, I saw you, like, I saw you somewhere. It, it just, it was a really, it was creepy. It was super yeah. creepy. So she had to, like, block him, I think. Um, sounds right. Um, and then there's also, I put in unfollowing on Instagram or like unfollowing on social. I feel like that's also a very particular story, but what are your thoughts there? Well, I was going to ask because there's, so unfollowing when it comes to social media, there had to be a point in the interactions where you decided to follow, right? And, um, I mean, personally, I don't know about you, sorry, burping, um, (laughs) But personally, like, I don't follow the person until I've met them at least twice, usually. There have been a few exceptions, um, if it's, like, relevant in a conversation that we're having or something. But um, usually I don't – and for the reason of just being too proud to want to unfollow somebody, I don't usually follow a guy to begin with. Do you? Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> I'm like I'm like wait, then why are we talking about this? <laughs> well, because I think it was on I think it was on our episode a couple weeks ago. We were talking about uh I was talking about someone that I had like had pretty frequent like Instagram conversations with. Like I when mm-hmm. I when we were editing that episode, I was like, I don't know why I talked about these memes so much. Oh, Just, that like, guy. Um <laughs> but I wanted to bring this up because Basically, what had happened... It was like a digital relationship. I mean... A meme-ship? I don't... I don't know. 
Is there that was, a thing? There was just like some frequent memeing and like chat. It was like frequent memeing <laughs> and chatting. Um, but God forbid. I was under the impression that this person was single, and then uh, found out that they were not single, and I was like, oh well. Seems kind of weird that you'd be like messaging me every day. Like, I, I yeah wouldn't like that if I were dating someone or an exclusive relationship with someone and they were doing that. And then a brand new baby picture popped up in my feed, and the last thing I'd want to see. Uh, it was this. It was his. If that wasn't clear. <laughs> <laughs> Just a random baby that popped up and triggered Michelle. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, unrelated. Um, But it was one of those situations where it was just like, obviously that person, like, I don't know. They didn't owe me anything. But the fact that they hadn't at one point either alluded to them actually being in a relationship and or the fact that I didn't know that all of the time that we'd been like chatting they were expecting a child and probably knew because it takes a whole nine months for that (laughs) yeah when you look at the timeline checks watch (laughs) when you look at the timeline um so so that was a situation where I actually did feel compelled to like send a message and uh just said hey like I actually think this is like really like really inappropriate um and I think it's kind of disrespectful that like I was under this impression and this is the the reality and I was like so I'm gonna unfollow you and like I would suggest you unfollow me like I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to cause drama for your baby mama well and even besides that like I just don't want to interact anymore yeah um and of course that didn't get a response but I at least like I put it out there and I was like cool so lots of breakups for me (laughs) lots of breakups but I mean that's one of those, I feel like that's one of those shitty dude situations where he kind of wants to have, like, side girls. Oh, yeah. And, and I mean, that's not fair to her either. Right. Which is the really shitty thing. Like, for me, like, if if I had been in, like, that kind of a situation, I would have had something in the back of my mind being, like, and, and, and like, not to say that this is what the guy was doing at all, but, like, if the guy had been, like, actually sexually, like, overt... And not just, like, sending memes or whatever. I would be like, yo, keep a leash on him. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I'm not above sending a message to a girl, like, the girlfriend or something if I find out about that. Because because I've, like, been in the situation, too, where, like, I've I've had that. And I've had the girl reach out and be like, hey, sorry, I didn't know. It's fucked. Yeah. It doesn't feel good, but I'd rather have somebody... If the guy that I'm with doesn't have the audacity to be like, yeah, sorry, I'm cheating on you, then it's cool if, like, the other person does. Yeah, I also feel like Instagram in and of itself creates a lot of gray area. Oh, totally. It creates a lot of gray area because it's like, it's a personal, like, it's a personal interaction because you're DMing or you're reacting to a story, Mm -hmm. but, like how much like what weight does that really have right so it's just I think there's um just a lot of gray area there too of and you don't know like you don't know someone's situation or their whatever what but yeah yeah I don't know it just 
It's the, weird. The newborn fucking baby in my feed, and I looked at whose it was, and I was like, what? <laughs> like, it's not exactly the shock you want from your like long distance meme friend. <laughs> Bye. Thank you next. <laughs> I know. Now I have to solicit memes from other people. It's uh, kind of sad. That's what you have me for. Yeah. Meme for. But sometimes you nap. <laughs> I do sleep. Yes, I am a human and I do sleep. <laughs> for anybody wondering. <laughs> So I think the other funny thing with unfollowing, though, like, or not funny, actually, it's definitely not funny, but, um, so you've gone out with somebody a few times, you're following them, they're following you, whatever, and now you've had, like, a breakup conversation on some level. I'm very quick. If I have a conversation, like, I had a conversation with a guy, and this was a while back, but... We had a conversation and he was like, look, like, I'm just not trying to get tied down right now. Um, I know you know exactly who I'm talking about, but he's uh, he's like, I'm not trying to get tied down, whatever. Um, he'd already sent me messages on Instagram, so I never had to worry about that going into a folder, but I did unfollow him. I don't think he's noticed, and if he has, hasn't said anything about the fact that I unfollowed him because we are, in fact, still friends. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's one of those things, too, where it, it does. It all just depends. But, like, I don't, like, I typically don't in, engage with someone on Instagram that I've, like, met from the apps um, pretty much at, at all when I'm just, like, initially, like, going on dates with them. Mm-hmm. It's a little different if they, you know, if they end up as, like, more of a friend, um, which has happened several times. Yeah. Um. Or something like that. Or if it's uh, the situation where it's like someone that maybe like I met in person, we actually connected on Instagram first or something like that. Yeah. And unless there's like a a really negative, unless there's a reason, I typically don't. Although I I did just unfollow someone else the other day who also had a surprise baby. I don't. Can we not with the surprise babies? We don't need any more Scorpios, guys. Stop getting pregnant in February. I've experienced, not I've experienced surprise babies. (laughs) Thank God. I've like opened Instagram with like one eye open at seven in the morning trying to like get up and get ready for the day and just been surprised with a brand new baby of someone sliding into my DMs and I'm just like, bro, what the fuck? You know, I hate that. So I think I unfollowed that one too because that was also that was another one. I was like, this feels I mean, this just is like weird. you don't you just don't want to see the annoying potato baby. Um, but anyways, um, no. So this this was a situation that somebody that I had met in real life and uh, was like seeing, and and then he was just like, no, don't want to like be tied down, don't want to do any of that. Um, and we were still uh, socially very connected. Mm. And and so, and this was also before like pre-mute function. Uh, okay. Because I want to throw yeah. that out there too, because especially when it comes to, like following, unfollowing, like when you're following somebody, for those of you who don't know, um, pro tip, you can mute people's stories if you go to their profile and click the little dots. You can mute their stories and you can also remove them from your newsfeed. Mm-hmm. These are things I love to do. Like, I get off 
on like the fact that I'm still following somebody, but have muted everything about them. I'm not sure why it's like such a trigger for me, but it really is. <laughs> but like, so this was pre that fun. It was only that function was only available on Facebook at the time was not on Instagram. And so I just was like, I was like, look, I really like this guy. I don't want to see his shit anymore. And I just unfollowed him. And now at this point, due to the fact that like we are like, I think friends again is probably a better term because obviously we lost a little bit of touch for a while. But like, I'm too proud to like say anything about the fact that I'm not following him to his face. Am I following him? Yeah. We'll, talk, we'll, we'll take this offline. <laughs> we'll take this offline. But um, no, so it's just like, so to me, the following, unfollowing things, I'm very quick to unfollow somebody or at least mute them. I, like I've muted friends' exes before because like I didn't want to lose touch with them, but didn't want to. And now, I mean, now that I can mute them, I don't need to just make yeah. it really dramatic by unfollowing. But yeah, no, that makes a ton of sense. Um so I kind of want to transition a little bit. We didn't really put this in the notes, but I kind of want to tra- transition a little bit into like maybe like more serious breakups. Mm, bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. Um, and considering this is going to be a best practices episode, maybe we talk through like how to how to <laughs> handle those. Um, Blue's like, what? Um, All right, we're going to get serious, guys. So I'm going to... I'm going to put you on the spot. What, uh, what's been the most, and just like, of course, like a summation of it, but what's been like the most serious breakup that you've been through? Um, I would say two, maybe three, but honestly, what stands out to me? Okay. Like my like second major breakup in life, um, was with the guy that I'd been with for like four years we lived together. He cheated on me. That was probably my most serious breakup. Second most serious being the guy that I was with right after him. Um, which was honestly at the time just a very toxic relationship. And it was a lot of, it was long distance. It was a lot of back and forth with me and him. Um, until finally, like, we were both just like, oh my God, this is too much. He ended up, like, engaged with another kid on the way. So that was cool. But, um... Yeah, I mean, those were, I don't know. I'm like, where do you want to go with this? What do you, you want me to give the details? Like, what do you want? No, I don't think we need to get into details. Um, just trigger me. It's fine. Just, just a surprise. <laughs> just a surprise trigger. Fuck off. Um, so, so best, I'm trying to like tie that into like best practices, right? So what were some of the things that you did? And, and this kind of comes up too, because we have like a few friends that have gone through breakups, like during quarantine, which is just a whole, a whole different situation. Yeah. But you like, so you lived with someone like, were you stuck living with them (laughs) after we'll get into, we'll get into my shit too. Don't worry. This isn't okay. Good. All right. That's what matters. (laughs) (laughs) I've, you know, I've got mine. So, yeah. Um, so were you stuck living with them after? For a little bit, I was hashtag blessed um, because I was still in college. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that's why I'm being like facetious. But um, luckily, so it was my junior year of college that we lived together. And um, I obviously like we were planning on our senior year. 
that wasn't going to play out. Um, I was able to move out within a month of when we broke up because a like we broke up in the spring. So it was like right before school was out and B, um, we were able to negotiate out of our lease. (laughs) And this is actually like, I think actually the icing on the cake is the fact that this isn't in like my like tenant report or whatever bullshit it is when they look for, for apartments for you. Um, because our landlord in Chicago was such a piece of shit that he like, there was a bunch of stuff that he had promised us that we would have. Like, for example, a washer dryer in the building sounds like something that could make you, you know, able to like charge a little bit more in rent. Right. Um, and so we were like, okay, cool. 900 for, you know, washer dryer and building. Cool. Um, yeah, it was April. And we still didn't have that. (laughs) And so we were like, hey, Ed, FYI, um, we broke up. I was like, I'm going to move back home. Andy, I think, stayed for another month or two after I did. But we didn't we didn't complete the lease, more or less. Um, We're like, but, uh, you know, you never gave us laundry. And he was like, yeah, you're right. It's fine. (laughs) Literally, I was like, that was actually probably the best part of the breakup. Hey, you know what? Uh, there's always a win. There's always a win. There's it might be a very, very, very tiny one. Every cloud has a silver lining. I'm a firm believer. <laughs> there's it's, like there's a country song that I like where it's oh, like Jesus. every like every rainstorm runs out of rain, Aww. right? I know that's, that's really true. Funny. Yeah, I mean, eventually the clouds get tired. Unless <laughs> unless you're in Portland. <laughs> And it's just always raining. There you have it. Um, (laughs) Your turn. (laughs) Okay, yeah. Uh, Did you just snort? (laughs) That was actually my ankles cracking, but it's fine. It was blue. Blue titty. Yeah, so I was in a relationship for almost six years. We um, lived together. We adopted Blue together, obviously. He stayed with me. That's why he has so many daddy issues. That's why it is. That's exactly why Blue has so many daddy issues. Oh, he's, um, but we um pretty much like uh, helped run a business together. Our lives were super super intertwined. Um, and this is kind of one of the reasons like I was thinking about it with this episode is um just with thinking about breakups like it was it was really challenging. Mm-hmm. I mean ultimately going through not only um losing you know losing that friend that best friend you've had for a significant portion of right. time um there was just a lot of there were a lot of other places in life that had that were changing like mm-hmm. essentially everything turned upside down so um we yeah i think he still we were in a really fortunate position that we were like renting my parents' house because they were staying, they were living in Maui at the time. Well, they still are, but, (laughs) um, so we didn't technically have a lease to break. Um, but that being said, like he had to figure out where he was going to go. Obviously he wasn't going to stay in my parents' house. (laughs) 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 Like I leave and he stays. Yeah. Daniela Hannah would not have approved. Oh my Um, God. 
She'd lose it. But so we were still there for at least, I think it was at least like three or four weeks. Um, and then I was, uh, I was at the time I was, I was like coaching, like we were both coaching at the same gym. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I was still there for a couple of months and then it just kind of finally hit a point where I was like, okay, this is not like, this is just not gonna work. Um, and then, yeah, there were a lot of, um, we had a lot of mutual friends. And so it was just one of those situations where we were truly like, like, you know, like pull apart bread. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like our lives had become so intertwined Mm -hmm. that we had to like, kind of like slowly, um, like pull it apart. And so, uh, it was, it was pretty crazy, but I would say some of the big things that just like helped me get through that time were kind of refiguring out like, okay, these are, these are things I liked to do in this relationship. What are the things that I like to do by myself? How do I get comfortable doing things by myself? Because Mm -hmm. before that, I mean, I was always with like family or friends doing stuff. And so that coming out of that is when I really had to like learn how to be truly independent And, like, Mm -hmm. if I wanted to go to brunch by myself or go, you know, do something by myself, like, really just learning how to get comfortable doing that. Um, Especially because I think when you're in a relationship from, like, your late teens to your Mm -hmm. mid-20s, it, uh, that's a pretty significant amount of time where if you're not in a serious relationship, you're, you are kind of learning how to adult and live on your own. I was going to say it's a crucial developmental time. Whoa. (laughs) There's the shrink coming I out was, at you. I was like, is that the term your stepdad would use? Probably. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think, you know, I was just kind of curious in your situation, which it sounds like the timelines were maybe a little bit different, but maybe similar, but like what some of the things were that you did, like what, what advice can we give to people who are dealing with this during this weird time as well? <laughs> Not that we're experts, but yeah, I was going to say, I'm like, God, that was, I'm like my last, like my actual big breakups were years and years ago. But I mean, at the same time I was, I'm, I'm right with you. Like I was, I was getting out of this relationship. We were dating through the end of high school into college. And, you know, I really didn't know who I was without him. Mm -hmm. You know, I went, I was a, I was a ballerina growing up and he was on the track team. He was a pole vaulter. And I don't want to say he got me to join track, but like he got me to join track and I don't regret, like, I love that I, I'm really actually, especially just given where I went to school and the, the culture there, like, I'm really, really happy that I was on the track team. That being said, he was a pole vaulter and I was mid distance and we were both on the track team. <laughs> the mm-hmm. girl he cheated on me with was also on the track team. Woof. Yeah. Big fat woof. And, uh, and so, yeah, we had a lot of um, our social lives were very intermingled. And, you know, it really wasn't until <laughs> this sounds bad. It really wasn't until I graduated and then moved to Austin <laughs> that I feel like I really actually got to be like, oh, hey, this this is who I am. And to be honest with you, not to get deep and I don't know, maybe this is like inspirational for anybody that's fucking been through this recently, but you know, it was, um, it was going through that and it was moving out here and just like completely being forced to be on my own that I really was, I was just like, okay, wait. So like, this is who I am when I'm actually me. 
And I think that's really, really powerful. And I think especially if you're just constantly dating, you don't get a chance to realize that until you've had a bad breakup. And so I am, I feel kind of grateful that like that happened to me earlier because I've definitely spent the better part of the past like six to 10 years being like, hey, like this is actually who I am. Like this is what I want to do. And I'm not going to lie. It makes it real fucking difficult for me to think about like, hey, I want to be in a relationship with somebody. Yeah, I think um, one of the other things too is I've heard some people refer to things as like a waste of time and I absolutely would never look at it that way for for my, I mean, there are some situations where I'm like, "Mm, yeah, that, that was probably like not in that relationship, but in in other ones where it's like, Mm -hmm. no, that was (laughs) literally a waste of my time. Yeah. Um, but one of the big things for me was learning so much about myself in a relationship, things like things that I needed to improve in a relationship um, realizing that I can't be a good partner if I'm not taking care of myself. hundred percent. And like my own, like my own mental health and my mm-hmm. own goals and things like that. Um, and just really getting a better understanding of, okay, what does like, what does long-term look like for me? What does serious look like? Mm-hmm. What are my, cause I would, I would guarantee, I don't remember what I thought my deal breakers were when I was 19 years old. I, yeah, I couldn't tell you. But you know, I, I've learned more, more about like, okay, for a long-term partner at this stage in my life, like what I'm looking for and what I need. And I think that's like such a key thing. Um, and I think you have to be, you have to, you also have to go through whether it's a, you know, whether you've been with someone for a few weeks, but you were really into them and you're bummed out or you're with someone for six years. Yeah. you, You have to process a breakup in whatever way you need to yeah well and so okay so recently um we we mentioned this like an episode or so ago like for those of you who didn't listen to our first I had a boyfriend when we started this (laughs) podcast said boyfriend lasted all of two weeks um may he rest in peace (laughs) (laughs) um but so okay so the the total amount of time that I was with him was maybe A month and a half to two months. Not very long in the grand scheme of things, especially considering like my past relationships. Very, very short. Um, But I was super, super bummed. And I was honestly, I was like really bummed about it because he like kind of ghosted. He did ghost. And then I called him out on it. Um, And then I was like, yeah, no, like this, it was just this weird back and forth thing. I don't want to get into it, but... I was bummed and then I was hard on myself for feeling bummed out about it because I was like, I was only with this guy for a month or for two months. Like, why am I so upset? I was like, why? Granted, part of it did have to do with the fact that I was also upset about losing my job at the same time. But like, that was a lot of loss to deal with. And I was really, really hard on myself about it, which made it even more difficult. Moral of this spiel made it even more difficult to deal with. And and I kind of just had to like take a step back and own like look, it at the end of the day like time is very relative as mm-hmm. I feel like great scientists say like I don't really know much about science, but I've I've heard that time is relative. 
And so I just kind of had to take a step back and be like, hey, like, you are upset. Like, you thought that this was going to be this. You had this expectation of him. Your expectations were not met, met, and it's okay to be sad about that. And it's okay to be sad that you just lost your job along with 799 other people. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like giving yourself permission to feel your feelings. I know that that might sound silly, but like giving yourself permission to feel your feelings. I mean, that was like um, with with mine, I was like still struggling, you know, still sad, still bummed like a year later. And I was like, this is bullshit like <laughs> like I'm a I'm a badass bitch like I feel you know I'm 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 emotional to a degree but like I'm not a very sensitive person I'm a pretty logical person all that and I needed to give myself permission to go through that process and to feel those things and if you you know if you were only dating someone for two weeks um but you had really intense feelings for them and you're sad like that's okay. Like, don't be hard on yourself for yeah. that. And I think that's kind of the point that you're trying to make is like, you had to let go of beating yourself up for being sad. Well, Cause then I was, <laughs> then it was just making it worse. <laughs> you're sad and you're mad. Sounds like a Scorpio thing to me. <laughs> totally a Scorpio thing. It was very, I was like very self-loathing, which is just, yeah, very on brand. But, um, no, I mean, I, I totally agree with you. And I think, um, you know, especially now and especially if you've been in like some of those longer term relationships too, you can look at certain things and see and think like, oh, this is so trivial. Mm -hmm. But if something or someone is making you feel a certain way, like that's your, not to sound like a fucking, I don't know, Hallmark card, your feelings are valid. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm totally on board with that. Um, I had a conversation with someone like last week about that too, where they're it's kind of the same thing. They're like, you know, this is how I'm feeling about this situation. I was like, your, your feelings are your feelings. Like you, it's o- like, it's okay to give yourself permission to feel them and look for productive ways to process them. That's kind of the other piece of it is finding, figuring out what you need to, um, not just like stuff them, but to actually like let yourself feel and get through it. Like for me, I'm not a big crier, but Shocking. sometimes like I'm not a big crier, but like after that breakup, I cried like nonstop for like a month straight. <laughs> That's <laughs> I also, okay. I also went on like a lot of runs. Um, Damn. The breakup body is real. Oh <laughs> Yes. Love it. No, but I think it's just like accepting the different ways that you can process and, and honestly, like asking asking for help whether that's therapy whether that's chatting with friends whether that's whatever support you need like being open to asking for it and not judging yourself or being like oh well you know it's been I was only with them for a month this is stupid it's like no like whatever level you're feeling is valid to how you're feeling and the people who are your support system will understand that and will be there for you Totally. And I definitely had a problem too, just being like to friends and stuff and being like, I'm still upset about this because I felt embarrassed. And like looking back on it, I'm like, yeah, I mean, I I understand obviously why I was embarrassed, but like at the end of the day, like it is what it is. Like 
And we all get upset over small things sometimes. And sometimes you do need somebody to be like, hey, look. And say, like, hey, Michelle, like, this is, you're being stupid about this. <laughs> he's probably, or, like, you know, if, if it's something like, oh, like, he's obviously not cheating on you. You're just, something triggered you or whatever. But then if that's, if that's a situation, then there's also the option, too, to take that because you're, again, your feelings are valid to go to the person that you're with and be like, look, you did this and it made me feel this way. And I think that's also like you can go in like have what maybe in the beginning of this we framed as like a breakup text, but just be like, hey, like this is this is the situation. This is how I feel about it. Can you please like explain your side of it? Can you give me some context? Because I've actually like I've had a lot of luck with those conversations. They tend to go over pretty decently. And even if they don't go over decently, it's, again, like, you're getting clarity. Well, and that's the thing, too. There's nothing worse than, like, being, you know, being in your own head and, and stewing and stewing um, rather than, and it, this was, like, not to that degree at all, but this was, like, when I was getting slow ghosted. <laughs> but it was, like, it was actually bothering me. Mm-hmm. I was, like, I'm kind of, I'm like, I, I don't know. Like, I was annoyed. I was annoyed, but I was, like, bummed. Like, I was affected by it. And so I had, like, I, I was had like, to who are just- you to do this to me? <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I, so I had to have that conversation to get off my chest. And yeah. that applies at, like, all different levels, totally. all different things, where, you know, wherever you are um, in dating. But you also, I think one of the other things, though, is, like, you have to respect the response that you get from the other person like you yes you can't assume they're going to respond a certain way you can hope you can hope for the best in the course. ideal response but i think ultimately and that's that comes with like breakup text as well mm-hmm. like you know sending that text and being like hey what's going on with this if they're like actually i just don't like you anymore like you have to you have- <laughs> you suck you suck you're (laughs) boring (laughs) can you imagine if someone said i was boring (laughs) i would be very scared to know what they do for fun um very scary but yeah so we'll we'll uh step off our soapbox here but i just i did i mean i just did want to make sure we covered a little bit of that and just some of the ways to to deal with that and again during this time it's I can't even imagine. Um, but yeah, I ultimately gotta, gotta look out for number one, which is yourself. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I think, yeah, I think the moral of the story here is like, if it is, if it's bothering you, like then at the end of the day, like you need to do something about it, whatever that looks like, whether it's, you need to go somebody or, um, you need to have a conversation with somebody. Or, or maybe you just need to fucking spitball it with a therapist. Like, everything's fine. <laughs> but it's, I mean, I was thinking, I'm like, I've recently had a conversation too where I was like, I don't really totally know where this is going to go. But I noticed a few behavioral changes and I brought it up and he was like, no, look, like this is, he's like, I understand why you're thinking that. And then like, I, I apologize that I've made you feel that way. That's not my intention. Mm-hmm. And then to just continue, like, this is, and like, then you progress the conversation like this is what I want this is what I'm looking for and like is this where you stand yes or no yes okay then then like we're on the same page again right it's the level set exactly and you know I think most often like we do talk about like okay where it's like literally just a breakup but it can be it can be anything and as long as 
you're just saying like what you need to say to get off your chest I think it's fine yeah right like we're all fine <laughs> this fire, is there's a fire burning behind us everything's fine I know like I'm still so post like uh post-election coverage like hangover bullshit that I'm like everything is awesome <laughs> Well, the opposite of breakups. Um, makeups? Makeups? No, we're not going to get into that. I was going to say makeup sex is great. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to I was gonna transition into our clothes. And, I know you and were. <laughs> That's why I had to derail it. <laughs> it wouldn't be an episode if there wasn't some derailment. Exactly. Um, we are working on a socially distanced speed networking event at Wanderlust. Speed networking? Oh, speed <laughs> My bad. Y'all. <laughs> it's it's still working hours in the Pacific Northwest. Right I cannot now. with you. <laughs> Speed dating. Okay. Speed dating event. We were so <laughs> pumped. We were really excited about this. And then we got to to chat with Sammy a little bit last weekend. And I was just like on a like a a marketing event and events high for, yeah. for a few hours. I was like, I'm so pumped. Um so we will release more details um, as we as we decide them. As we yeah, as <laughs> Because everything is totally planned, but yeah. no. Um, It'll get there. But essentially, it's going to be, uh, yeah, so speed dating event, um, socially distanced, of course, like masks in, masks out. We're going to figure out other protocols there to make it as uh, safe as possible. Um, but there's going to be a wine tasting component to it, which I think is so dope. So dope. Um, also, I was going to say, book your calendars. It'll be probably the first or second weekend of December. We want to do it before the holidays. So keep an eye out um, yeah, if save, you want to meet some people. Save the date. Um, and then, Marie, where can people find us? Swipe on the city. <laughs> <laughs> like, you remember that one time we did a really cute closing? <laughs> um, no, we are... Literally swipe in the city everywhere. Um, swipe and the city on Insta, and swipe and the city on YouTube. Yes, so excited about YouTube. Um, swipe and the city at gmail dot com. Yeah, we don't we don't get enough emails. <laughs> I know. I kind of want some more email. I've never wanted emails in my life, but I want them now. I want some emails. So. If you're still here, thank you for listening. Um, definitely stay tuned to our, our social for updates on all of the things. Mm-hmm. All the things. And yeah, we'll be back next week. Yeah, we love you guys. Um, also, if you love us too, please share, rate, review, subscribe. You know, the usual um, plugs that all the podcasters want to push out. Um, again, we're on Apple Podcast too, and you can actually give us a star rating. So... Please don't give us below five stars because I definitely think we're worth five stars. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Give us whatever rating you want. I have somebody calling me now, so that's the time to go. Cheers, Love you, bye.